Welcome to Park Ave Baptist Church Podcast. A weekly broadcast of our Sunday sermon. I'm Himra Chanel, pastor of community engagement and stewardship. And I'm Darcy Jarrett, pastor of worship, advocacy, and arts. Park Ave is a bold, inclusive, and creative community where everyone is welcome. We uplift voices and identities that are marginalized elsewhere. We affirm all ethnicities, racial identities, ages, socioeconomic groups, gender identities, and sexual orientations. Because we hold to a theology that refuses to other anyone. At Park Ave, our leadership model is non-hierarchical. And we practice an open pulpit where you will hear a multiplicity of theologically trained voices from different backgrounds and social locations. We don't just preach and talk about deconstructing systems and structures of power. We We practice practice it. Through this podcast, we hope you will be inspired, encouraged, and challenged. Listen Listen with with us now. Park Avenue Baptist Church, in response to COVID-19, has suspended in-person worship, but that can't stop us. What you'll hear on this podcast is a recording of our online worship, which happens each Sunday at 10 a.m. Join us through our Facebook, at Park Ave Baptist, or our Instagram, at Park Ave Baptist. We hope that you stay safe in these difficult times. All right, next we will have our Bible reading by me. Um, We have a couple of scriptures this morning. So here now these scriptures, one from John, the 11th chapter, um, verse nine. Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours of daylight? Anyone who walks in the daytime will not stumble for they see by this world's light. And from Matthew, the fifth chapter, verses 14 through 16. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And welcome all. Happy Father's Day. Happy Juneteenth weekend to each and every one of you. I won't hold you long this morning, but there is something on the horizon that spoke to me this week that I'll give to you on this day. Um, and let us pray before we go into the word this morning. God, we thank you for allowing us to be in this space. We thank you for allowing your spirit to be amongst us on this morning. Uh, May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. You are our strength. You are our redeemer. In Jesus' name, we all pray. All of God's saints say, amen, amen, and amen. I promise you it won't seem strange this morning, but turn to yourself and tell your neighbor there is something about the light. There is something about the light. It won't seem strange if you're talking to yourself this morning. There's something about the light. Time was of the essence. There was a war brewing and the humans and the elves and the hobbits knew that they could not win this coming battle without them joining together. Uh, This was a war brewing and it would not be won without unity. Uh, But how could that happen? It had been years since the last time they joined forces. It had been years since the last time they were in communion, years since they died together and fought together, had a common goal in mind. But but this battle, this coming battle, this struggle would not be won without each other. 
This would be the turning point in their history together. This would be the moment that things changed. Something had to connect them. Something had to bind them back together so that it would mean years of isolation, years of avoidance, years of not having the same calls and goal in mind. Something had to let each group know that we need each other in order to survive, to win the coming battle ahead. Yeah, something had to change and the wizard knew this. He, he, he knew how powerful a sign the light would be. He, he hoped that it, would, uh, uh, that it would answer some questions, that it would, uh, once the beacons were lit, it would create a call that could not be annoyed, hoping it would create an obligation for all who saw it and they would join in. Uh, there is something about the light, and the wizard knew it, but the king didn't. Roham, the king, was stubborn. Uh, blinded by anger, blinded by the past, blinded because he just had lost his oldest son, blinded by the darkness within him. But as the word tells us, there shines a great light and darkness will not and cannot overtake it. The wizard knew this. So he comprised and developed a plan with the smallest in the group, Little Pip. I know y'all know Little Pip. Uh, he, uh, a small fella, he, he comprised a plan for him to climb up without being noticed and light a fire, light the beacon, because once seen, there shines a great light in darkness. And once seen, eh, the hope was that this message would spread like wildfire through the white mountains and all would see. Eh, once seen, someone would answer the call. Someone had to come and help because the future had to look different from the past. Yes, there is something about the light, something about the beacon, a light that connects uh, each of them, a light that spreads in a message of unity and togetherness. And this is what that beacon did. It sent a message that turned things around in a new direction. Yes. There is something about the light. And in our scripture this morning, that something is explained. What about the spirit that shines in us? It's, it's, it's purpose. It's, it's the power that it holds, the possibilities that it has, the functions. Yes, there is something about the light in us. So turn to your neighbor and turn to your cat or yourself. It won't seem strange. And ask the question, what is it? Yeah, what is it about the light? Tell us something, Pastor, about the light. What is it about the light in us? What can we learn from these words in the good book that tells us this morning in John 11 and 9 as Jesus answered the question saying, are there not 12 hours in the day? During the day, people can walk safely. They can see because they have the light of the world. It is when a person walks at night that they stumble. They have no light. And then Matthew 5, 14 through 16, it says, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, 
let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and they will glorify your father in heaven. What is it about the light, the spirit that shines in us, that flows through us? When I hear these words of affirmation from Christ, along with the movie, Lord of the Rings, I believe it's telling us five things about the light. And I want you to write these in your mind and in your heart for the week. It tells us that the light can guide us, connect us. It can protect us. It can encourage us and it can reveal something to us. Say that one more time. The light can guide us, connect us. It can protect us. It can encourage us and it can reveal something to us. Yes, yes, it is the GPS to what's right and what's God. The light in us is the way forward. It, it, it helps us in our decision making. It helps us when we try to find new solutions to old questions and this thing called life. When we don't know our way, when our faith ahead gets dark and our vision gets blurry, the light will guide us, connect us, protect us, encourage us, and reveal something to us. It will shine hope on our path. It will move the bushes ahead. It will solid our foundation under our feet. It is like what David said. It will allow us to walk through the valley of the shadow of death and fear. No evil for God is with us. Yes, there is something about the light, something about the spirit that shines within you and me. But, but, but let's break this scripture down. Let's, let's, let's slow down. Let's break it down so it can forever be broken. In John Jesus, in John 11, Jesus was headed to wake up Lazarus, his friend. The one the word says Jesus loved Lazarus. And he was going to raise him from the land of the dead. But to do so, Jesus would have to put himself and those with him in danger. Because just a few weeks ago, they tried to stone him in the very place. And one of the disciples brought this to Christ's attention. Can't you hear him trying to persuade Jesus to take another route? It would be something like this. Jesus, only a fool would go back to a place where they just tried to kill you. What sense does that make? These folks don't like you. I know Lazarus was your homeboy, I, I, and I'm sorry for your loss, but his life ain't worth all of that. Will you re reconsider going? We have bigger fish to fry. And Christ answered from the scripture we read this morning, are there not 12 hours in the day? During the day, people can walk safely. They can see because they have the light of the world. It is when a person walks at night that they stumble because they have no light. A masterful response from the teacher. Jesus in this statement is asking the question. It's being posed to us this morning as it was posed to the disciples then. Christ it's giving us more insight about the light within us and our purpose. Jesus is asking the question, are we stumbling because we are deciding to walk at night, deciding to walk in the dark, deciding to allow fear 
as our guide and not the light within us? Are we allowing fear to overshadow our decision-making and our faith walk? Do we not know that nothing or no one can put out the light in us, the purpose which God has placed on our life? Maya Angelou said, nothing can dim the light that shines within. Yes, Jesus knew this. He had a purpose. God had a plan. He knew that God would not allow no harm or no danger to come to him, that it wouldn't be a premature end because he had a purpose. He had a job to do. Yeah, he wasn't worried about the stones from human hands, only all the co commotion that had went on a few weeks ago. Christ wasn't worried about that. He wasn't worried about the darkness that other folks tried to place on his life. He had a purpose to fulfill, and so do you and I. Christ is telling us this morning, don't allow the, the stigma and the shame that other folks try to tie to your existence to dim your light. We all have shortcomings and long goings, but, and we all are a purpose in progress. And Jesus tells us because of that reason, because we are the light of the world, a city on a hill cannot be hidden. As Jesus is telling us this morning, we have a purpose. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on the stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same manner, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see the good works and glorify your father in heaven. Yes, <laughs> there is something about the light. There is something about the spirit that shines within us. It guides us. It protects us. It connects us. It encourages us. It reveals something to us. In this message, Christ is telling us this morning that a light has the most benefit when it shines for others to see. When a bowl is placed on top of a lamp, the fact of the matter is there is still a lamp underneath. And that lamp still has the tools and the physical makeup to be lit. But that lamp can't live out its purpose because someone or the society or in some ways our own selves are afraid to see the possibilities of what we can offer humanity. So we live under a bowl. In some cases under a false perception so that we can impress other folks, make other folks happy so that we can be, 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 be or do what is expected of us by other humans. So we, so, so the point here is that we should not suppress our own light and we should not suppress anyone else's. There's a quote that I read this week that said, it's not necessary to blow out your neighbor's light to let your own shine. It's not necessary to blow out your neighbor's light to let your own shine. Yes, there is something about the light. It guides us, it protects us, it connects us, it encourages us, it reveals something to us. And with that comes expectations. So let's ask the question this morning to ourselves as we read these scriptures, what does God expect of us? What does Christ expect of us? Is the expectation not to let our little light shine and promote the freedom that comes with it to encourage others to do the same? 
I did some research this week. I, I went to homedepot.com and uh, I did some research. I, I, I researched and I found that there are all different kinds of lights, uh, different shapes, different outputs, uh, different power levels, different colors, but no matter the shape, whether it's oval, round, globe, twisted, square, standard, no matter the output or type like LED or CFL, whether it's outdoor or indoor, whether they are floodlights or porch lights, no matter the physical makeup or the difference in cost, all different. But in order for them to be deemed working properly, to fulfill the purpose for which they were built for, they must be, they must work by shining their light to their level specified. They must shine once the, 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 the once the is turned on, no matter whether what kind of makeup, no matter the cost, whether a cheap lamp or, or expensive light, they must shine to their specified level. So God, by the way of Christ, has turned on a switch for you and I. And we all come in different shapes and sizes, different journeys along the way, different trials and revelations, different battles we're fighting. We grew up in different zip codes, raised in different households, fed different information by life, about life different levels of education, different levels of income and resources and privileges. We grew up in different churches and temples and mosques. We heard different sermons and messages. We have different jobs and different relationships, different ways of coping, different ways of loving, different ways of managing pain, different ways of learning and teaching, different ways of communicating. But no matter the lot in life, no matter our differences, which we should celebrate. God has ordained each of us to shine the light that God has placed on the inside. It's a song I was saying in my youth, I'm going to let my little light shine. I'm going to tell the story of how the spirit inside of me moves something in me. God has ordained each of us to shine the light that has been placed on the inside. Yes, it's a story we have to tell about the light that guides us, that protects us, that encourages us, that reveals to us a new way of being and connects us in a way that goes beyond our outer shell of skin and bone. Yes, Parker, there is something about the light. Your light is your truth. The spark of joy, of happiness, and love, and the unchanging state of internal peace. We each have our own light, so no matter what challenges might arise, we must step into the light and move forward. That's a quote I read this week from David Waterton. It says, I warn you, the trip will not be easy. Once you choose to walk in the light, your path will lead you places you don't want to go. Once we choose to walk in the light, our path will lead us places that we may not want to go. So this morning, PABC, we will choose the road less traveled. We will choose the light uh, to not only shine, but to make space so that others can feel encouraged to do the same. Uh, we choose the light. We choose love over hate. We choose to build up our neighbor instead of tearing them down with shame. 
is we choose delight. We choose the world less traveled. We choose to understand each other's journey. We choose to celebrate each other. We choose compassion over judgment to welcome in instead of pushing out. We choose the light because there is something about the light that we cannot ignore. So PABC friends and family, those who are listening in, be blessed in your travels. Feel freedom in your walk. Allow the light that shines in you to guide your path and live your purpose that God has ordained for you. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to the Park Avenue Baptist Church podcast. If you'd like to worship with us in person, our services are on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m.-ish. We are at 486 Park Ave in Southeast Atlanta, across the street from Grant Park, at the corner of Park Ave and Sydney Street. To find out more about us or get in touch, visit our website at parkavebaptist.com. Now go into a world that is too often unjust, knowing that the God that created you loves you and empowers you to love boldly, live inclusively, and serve creatively. Creatively.